0: We just avoided going to the nuclear option. As a result, Gene and I thought we should keep with the energy theme. (laughs) Uh, If we can't do nuclear, which we really wanted to do, um, Dave, I I gave a little plug for nuclear there. I don't know if you've heard that. Okay, thank you. Uh, We decided we'd go for something a Little more achievable, uh, and that's energy efficiency. And I, you know, my view on this I've, I've actually talked to this group before about it. I probably put you all asleep about a year ago when I said there's something common that I think really we had to focus on as Republicans and as members of the business community, and that is how to not just talk about producing more but using less. And I think it's entirely consistent with the conservative tradition um, of conserving. And I've talked to you as somebody who as the only hybrid pickup truck in the state of Ohio which I, I get a lot of grief about. I uh, live in a lead certified house that I never would have done and I it over again because it's so hard but uh, I, I really do believe in it and, and I think uh, this is an opportunity for us not just as Republicans to get out front on an important energy issue that we're not normally associated with but to get something done that's great for the country in a bipartisan way. Uh, it could not be happening but for Jean Shaheen because she has a strong background in this issue, having done this in the state of New Hampshire, but she also, while she served on the energy committee with me, now she's moved on to bigger and better things, but uh, she started working on this issue and I arrived uh, uh, about three years ago. I partnered with her and she was willing, frankly, to make some adjustments to an energy efficiency bill that she'd been working on, thinking about, and uh, enabled me to get more Republicans on board and to achieve something in the committee, which is very rare, and that is a bipartisan vote. Uh, twice now we've gotten it through the energy committee last Congress and this Congress. The vote this Congress was nineteen to three. All right, Steve? Nineteen to three. That's not bad. Now, a few Republicans didn't show up, but we won't talk about that. No, actually, they all they all either were proxied or or uh, were, were, were there. And we're going to have some opposition from some Republicans who just believe that this is not something the federal government ought to be involved with. And I, I respect that. I disagree with it because I do think it's an important leg to our energy strategy. And again, I think it's important not just for our party to be out there and for something on energy that's very positive. In addition to producing more, uh, but also it's great for our country. And, and I'll, I'll just briefly touch on the, the legislation then I'm going to ask Gene uh, to, to speak, and then we we'll get into more detail if, if you like in your questions. But it, it basically says to the business community, we're going to partner with you to make you more competitive in a global environment where, as I've talked to some of you this morning, uh, you know, given the emerging. Economies and, and my work as trade rep, I saw this you know everyone else gets it and, and they're moving ahead So it's not just our European counterparts who have been ahead of us on energy or the Japanese It's now these emerging economies where they understand if they can produce something for less cost in terms of energy They have a competitive advantage and many businesses are quite interested in it But they're also interested in the federal government providing some of the research and development and best practices and incentives that we have in, in other areas including frankly in technology for renewables and so on this is for the efficiency side and we think it's gotten short shrift at the Department of Energy, and that's one reason we have this legislation. So, it, it requires the Department of Energy, so it mandates them to do more with the private sector. It gets the private sector more involved with technologies, but does not have mandates on business. So there are no mandates in this bill except for on the government to do more. So, one the industrial side, I think it's exciting, and that's why we have over 200 businesses supporting us, uh, NAM supporting us, the chamber supporting us, PRT is supporting us. Many in this room have been involved in that already, and. and and we'd love to have your condition, uh, continued involvement and in, frankly work with some Republicans maybe from that perspective. Second, housing and other buildings, a big focus on buildings because that's where some of you know the, the majority of electrical energy is used and 40% of, of energy overall is used. And it's not a mandate, but it is having DOE be much more involved in the building codes, working with the, the building code certifiers and trying to get to a point where, again, the federal government's playing a more constructive role in providing Uh, incentives for better building codes that will actually alone have considerable savings Uh, they're saying that you know by the year 2030 uh, this legislation could be the equivalent of taking 37 million homes off the grid by 2025 I think we have saved enough energy to equal the energy use in the entire state of Oklahoma Uh, so these are these are big big changes that can really help and then finally the federal government the biggest energy user in the world is federal government uh, not just in the United States but um, so there's enormous opportunities for efficiency there and a number of uh, provisions in the bill relate directly to the federal government having to use smart metering uh, having to do a better job on buildings um, having to do the things that you would hope we'd already be doing but there's not adequate incentive right now to save energy in a significant way and save taxpayers money so at the end of the day this bill has no cost we have offsets for the, the new programs including a new state Uh, program that's a private sector partnership for financing it's not a loan guarantee we actually took that out uh, at the request of some of our Republican colleagues but there is a financing mechanism here for some of these efficiency upgrades we talked about but it will actually save taxpayers money because not only is it fully offset there'll be a lot of savings at the federal government level which helps to save taxpayer money so I I I like it uh, because I think it's good policy, but also, frankly, again, it's an opportunity for Republicans to be talking about something positive on energy other than producing more, and I hope that folks in this room will help us to get as many Republicans on board as possible, understanding that uh, you know we're not gonna get everybody, but if we can make this a good bipartisan effort, I think it would be, it would be terrific uh, for our party and, and for our country. So with that, I'm gonna turn it over to my colleague in all this, and again, she's uh, someone many of you know already, Given this morning, I said, who's speaking first? Gene said, you have to speak because it's kind of a Republican-leaning group. I said, actually, they love constructive Democrats. That's what they like better than us. Uh, That would be Gene. Um, Actually,
1: what he said was, they love Democrats who work with Republicans. (laughs) You're right. Same as constructive. Um,
0: But she is the only woman in the history of the United States of America to be elected both governor and senator. Think about that. Women and men, please give her a round of applause for that. (laughs) Uh, And a lot of you know her work in other areas. I would just say one thing, which is that she was willing, as I indicated earlier, uh, to make some compromises on her side of the aisle. And we'll probably get a pretty good vote from Democrats, and we'll probably have a lot of amendments on the floor for Democrats who want to do more and more and more. And actually, you know, we'll want to spend more money and, and maybe have some mandates and so on. And Jean's been willing to hold the line with the thought that this is important to be bipartisan, to not just get through the Senate, but also get through the House, where we have some interests, which you may want to talk about, and also get it signed by the president. So with that, Jean-Jean. Thank you, Thank you.
1: Thank you Rob. Um, I know that everybody turned out here today because you wanted to see if we could survive the nuclear option, (laughs) and uh, it's really nice. Bipartisanship is breaking out all over the Senate, which is good for the country. And uh, Rob has been a great partner in this effort, and it really has been a partnership. We have um, vetted everything. Um, If we both didn't agree, then the elements didn't make it in the bill, and that's the way it should be. And uh, i I knew Rob was going to be a good partner because he went to Dartmouth, (laughs) (laughs)
0: which is in New Hampshire. (laughs) Um,
1: uh, Yeah, that's right. Um, So I also really need to begin by recognizing Steve Kittredge um, on Rob Portman's staff and Robert Diznoff on my staff because they are the two people who have really spearheaded this effort and negotiated it, and without them, we wouldn't be here. So thank you. You're here. Rob so talked a little bit about his own experience with energy efficiency, and and I sort of came to the issue in the same way, um, having lived through the Arab oil embargo in the early '70s, and my husband and I built our home in the middle of the Iranian oil crisis in 1979, and so we did a number of energy efficiency kinds of things in our home. We didn't have lead-certified buildings at the time, but we made it an envelope house and put in solar panels to heat our hot water and a furnace that burns wood and oil and garbage if we needed to. And we've saved as the result thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars over the years. And then when I became governor, I got really interested in the issue because in New Hampshire, we're at the end of the pipeline for energy and electricity and we appreciate Next era's um, support for the nuclear power plant Seabrook in New Hampshire, but the reality is energy costs in New Hampshire and in New England are among the highest in the country. And so as I was looking at ways to address those high energy costs, obviously looking not just at the supply side, but at the demand side was really important. And energy efficiency is one of the ways we can address those high costs energy efficiency is the cheapest, fastest way to deal with our energy needs. And we do need a comprehensive energy policy in the country um, that not only supports um, existing um, sources of energy, fossil fuels, but also looks at alternatives and looks at energy efficiency. So that's what this bill would really do. It would put in place a comprehensive energy efficiency strategy for the country. Um, You know, one of the things I have tried to do in New Hampshire is to go around and talk to some of the business owners who are making efficiency changes to stay competitive. And one of the places, I just recently visited one of those, and I always like to, I always talk about the place I've been to the last, you know. Um, But I picked up this little item when I was there. Does anybody know what this is? I'm not going to tell you what the plant was because that'll give it away. Uh, This is a bottle Um, It would be blown into either a 16-ounce or a 20-ounce ginger ale or Sprite bottle. And I got this at Coca-Cola of Northern New England, which is um, one of the biggest bottling companies in Northern New England. It's in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Um, And because they went to a process that can start out making bottles with this kind of form, they were able to reduce the trucks that brought in bottles into the plant. 2,000 trucks that they used to bring in, now down to fewer than about 20. Um, They are saving about 30% of the air that is used. These are made with blowing air into them. Saving about 30% of that air and reusing it. Um, They're gonna pay for the equipment to do this in only a couple of years. They're saving about 30% on their electricity use and hundreds of thousands of dollars and this is allowing them to stay competitive. Energy efficiency across this country is helping our businesses stay competitive, and that's one of the reasons I think we've gotta have a strategy that does more to encourage energy efficiency. Rob talked a little bit about what's in the bill, so I'm not gonna do that, but we got good news yesterday, and that is Harry Reid gave me assurances, and he said I can make it public that We are going to go to the bill the last week before we go out for August break, Um, so that's very good news. We've been working on this for three years now and we finally got an agreement that it's going to come to the floor. Um, We've had a lot of help from the Chair of the Energy Committee, Ron Wyden, and Ranking Member Lisa Murkowski. Uh, They both know how important this legislation is. And this will be the first energy bill to come to the floor of the Senate since 2007 so as you can imagine <laughs> as you can imagine there's a lot of pent-up demand to to look at amendments on other energy issues to go on the bill so one of the things we're doing is um, working hard to try and get some agreement on what amendments people can agree to we have about a dozen that have bipartisan sponsors that we think are relevant to the bill that we can hopefully get some agreement on and then we're gonna have an open amendment process. We don't know how many amendments we're gonna be able to agree to yet, but um, Senator Reid has said he's committed to that. So I think that's good news, and um, we will work together, and with the help of Ron Wyden and Lisa Murkowski, I think that we're gonna get this bill through the Senate. And there's actually, as Senator Portman alluded to, there is a similar bill in the House that's been introduced, um, a bipartisan bill as well. So we really think there's, a great opportunity here to get this bill through, get it signed by the president. And your help in doing that will be really important because I think it's important for all of the senators and all of the House members to hear that this is a bill that has bipartisan support, not just in the House and Senate, but across this country. So, again, thank you very much for inviting me and for being such a great audience.